Hello, my Covey Club listeners. I have got such a great interview with you for you today. I'm so excited. Um, this is really going to be a helpful interview, though a lot of our podcast interviews are very inspirational. This one is really down to the brass tacks of how to improve your life. I'm so excited. I have Tim Kendall, who is running a app which is called Moment, which you should all run out and download. It's free. And he comes out of the tech business. He was the president of Pinterest, among other things, and he had worked at Facebook very early on. So I said to him, he's kind of like the spy that came in from the cold. He knows all the bad things that all these tech companies have been doing to us to keep our attention and waste our time. And he's a dad, and he realized that he was spending way too much time on his phone and not enough time with his family and his kids. And he created an app to help you get rid of your other apps. Yes, there's a lot of irony here, but it's, you know, I think we're all struggling with this. We know that the rates of depression among kids and among older women like us have skyrocketed our sense of being isolated and separated. And really, we have a great conversation where we realize that actually all the soothing that goes on with a phone, I, I believe it's like the new cigarette. You, you know, when you're nervous, uncomfortable, have anxiety, you pick up the phone. And um, I can remember doing that very well from my college days when we would go to parties and you wanted something in your hands, you didn't look like a loser and you, you smoked for that reason. Um, so I think we have a fabulous discussion and he also can talk about how your phone is interfering with your sleep, things that you can do to prevent that. Um, and really how we can change our whole relationship with our phone. So I'm really excited to have Tim Kendall of Moment with us and here he is. So hello, Tim. This is really fun. Nice to talk to you today. Yeah, you too. Thank you for, uh, thanks for having us on. Yeah, absolutely. So you're such a big kahuna. I want to hear first about your reinvention and then we'll talk about moment after that. Yeah. So yeah. start personally. You've been a big time CEO, Pinterest, all those things. Talk about. Yeah, I've been in tech for a, for a long time. Um, and so, you know, the, the, the briefest summary is probably I, I helped build out, um, I got hired 13 years ago to, to help Facebook figure out what their business model was mm. and then help build, build that out. So I built, um, I led the teams that built all of Facebook's original advertising products. Oh, wow. Um, and I was there for, um, close to five years. Mm -hmm. And then um, went on and worked at Pinterest. Um, mm -hmm. So I started there when there were, you know, probably about two dozen employees and uh, not that many users and, and grew the business to, um, you know, lots of users, hundreds of millions of users and mm. um, almost uh, over 1500 employees. And wow. um, so I was the president. I was the president of Pinterest president. For, for six okay. years. Wow. Um, and, and, and really, you know, the, the, the deviation in my journey or the reinvention, I think is, as, as you all uh, would use the word, um, is happened because I was you know, maybe about halfway through my time at Pinterest. I just started to notice how much I was using my phone. Mm. 
mm-hmm. um, not just for work, um, but for, you know, honestly, like escaping. Mm-hmm. Um, I, at the time I had um, two really little kids, a two-year-old mm-hmm. and a one-year-old. Mm-hmm. And I was, um, I was catching myself, you know, in the, I would come home from work mm-hmm. after a long day. I was exhausted, mm-hmm. um, but really excited when I walked in the front door to really connect and be with my wife and my kids. Um, and I would catch myself, you know, sneaking off to the pantry mm-hmm. to, um, you know, go through my Instagram feed or mm-hmm. watch a viral video. Mm-hmm. And I knew in the moment, I, I knew, God, this is not how I want to be spending my time. But, um, you know, the forces on the other side of this phone, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, are, are so great and, and so compelling, at least in the short term, mm-hmm. um, that I was really having trouble. I was having trouble really being um, present with mm-hmm. my kids, present with my family. Um, and so that was, that was sort of the, the, the initial moments or set of moments where I realized that, um, I needed help, um, to, to kind of reinvent my relationship with my phone. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was probably the first time I started to realize that, oh, maybe there, maybe there was a business opportunity, um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to create a service that could really help people, um, rethink how they use, how they use technology, rethink how they use their phone. Um, and in the course of doing that, actually, um, give them back a lot of their time and their agency in life um, Mm -hmm, to, mm -hmm. to, you know, get back into what, you know, they're passionate about really invest in the relationships that matter to them. Um, Mm -hmm. And even, and even work on their own relationship with themselves. I mean, I think that, you know, we, we often talk about how the phone disconnects us from other people, Mm -hmm. uh, but I think it also disconnects us from ourselves. Mm. I, I think it makes us, um, less in touch with kind of our, our mm. needs and our wants and, and, and with what really matters to us. Mm-hmm. Gosh, it's such a huge thing. I think it was something, because uh, I listened to a couple of your interviews and I read some of the stuff. I think where, what was struck me most was talking about how these items have, you don't realize it, but you have become you're on their schedule. You've become on everybody else's schedule. We think it's on our schedule, but yeah. every time, every time the ping or every time there's a little notification, it's not, it's really that we have, we're working on someone else's schedule and so that's I, why we're so exhausted. Right? Absolutely. And, 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 Oh, by the way, like those, I mean, those pings that we get from notifications and, and emails that we get from these services like Facebook or Twitter or YouTube, those are all very carefully crafted in terms of the language in those notifications mm. and the precise time that they get sent to you. Ooh. I mean, there is a, I mean, I'll paraphrase sort of the algorithm. This isn't exactly how it works, but, but in essence, it's sort of directionally accurate which is that Facebook, if you're a user, has a profile on Leslie and understands in great detail what are the times that I can ping Leslie Mm -hmm. with an email or a message or a notification and notify her that will maximize the amount of time that she spends when she comes back to Facebook. Oh, my God. And that, you know, they may, and, and they'll hold messages at bay, 
because mm-hmm. they realize, oh, well, we, we, we could notify her right now that there's this information that's updated in her, in her, in her social world. But if we wait until four o'clock, uh, we'll actually get her to spend even more time on the phone. So let's, let's hold this message until, until this, this notification until then. Now, of course, it's not like the people at Facebook are, are the human beings there are, are, are twisting their mustaches and just trying to ruin, ruin your life. It's that that's what they've programmed the technology to do. The right. technology is programmed to take as much of your time and attention as you'll give it. Yeah, that's what it just gets more and more clever at, yeah. at, at doing that. So I, I kind of feel like I'm speaking to the spy who came in out of the cold, right? You're kind of like, <laughs> aren't you? I mean, you're like the bad guy turning good. I mean, if we want to look at where we look at, of course, when you started Facebook was everybody's favorite place, but right now Facebook's in a different spot, right? And we're like, hey, wait a minute. What are all these things going on here? And how are they using us and all that? And so you're kind of from behind the lines telling us, all this stuff which we don't know is really going on. So it's kind of interesting. How do we get ourselves unhooked then? Besides, you know, I've read all these things about, you know, just take off all the apps that you don't control. Right, right. That are not your way. Like maps, you're only going to use maps when you're going somewhere, whereas maps is not always pinging you to come Correct. to it. Correct. So... Well, what, what we say is there, is there are really sort of three, three parts to, I think, changing, changing behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, and this isn't something we came up with. This is really grounded in um, the science of behavior change. And the science of behavior change around a behavior addiction, which is what this is, to varying degrees for people. The science is, is rooted in, in what's called cognitive behavioral therapy. And that's really what we ground the moment service and solution in. And what that basically entails at, at a high level is we help, um, and, and you don't need to do this with moment. You could take these three steps w- without our service. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the first step is really just developing awareness and an understanding mm-hmm. of the extent mm-hmm. to which you are using your phone mm-hmm. and, and how often are you on it. Um, we help you understand how much you're picking it up because some people might not spend a whole lot of aggregate time on their phone, but they mm-hmm. pick it up 200 times a day. Yes, and the problem yes. with that is that that underlies a compulsivity and mm-hmm. an issue that, that also makes people unhappy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so step one, think of as kind of often gets called self-monitoring, which is just mm-hmm. figure out, develop awareness around your usage habits. Mm-hmm. That in and of itself, just that step, can actually help people reduce reduce their usage and develop healthier habits. Because just knowing, um, you know, this is true with with food as well. Yeah. Knowing the, right. how much you eat uh, can help you be aware, and that awareness can can lead to change. Mm-hmm. The second step is is kind of being deliberate about okay, well, what is it? I, I know I know how much I use my phone. Now, how do I what what are, what are my rules and what are my sort of definitions of what's healthy and unhealthy? So mm-hmm. you, you essentially like create guardrails and boundaries mm-hmm. for like, what's, what's goodness on my phone? Well, it's probably goodness. If I listen to a book on tape, it's probably goodness. If I learn a new language, it's mm-hmm. probably goodness. If I FaceTime 
um, with my parents. Mm -hmm. Um, what's not gonna, well, these services used in excess, Twitter, Mm -hmm. YouTube, Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the third step is really continuing to use the monitoring to basically keep yourself, keep yourself in check, keep yourself, um, prevent yourself from drifting into that zone of, of overuse Mm -hmm. where, um, we see in our own data and, and, and just anecdotal evidence, but there's also a lot of research that suggests that phone overuse, um, it causes depression, it causes anxiety, it makes mm-hmm. people sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is a real, this is a real thing. I mean, they're, they're, I, I talk to so many people who say, yeah, I just don't feel, I feel like this thing just doesn't make me feel very good. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, mm-hmm. you're, you're right. It it doesn't. And there is mm-hmm. there is clinical research out there that, that underscores your experience. Um, and isn't this generation that's growing up on these phones the most depressed and disconnected? And my understanding is that even the rates of suicide and all this stuff has gone up. Yeah, the it's it's very, so all of what what you just said directionally all accurate. Um mm-hmm. You know, I, I saw data maybe a month ago uh, at a at a board meeting for a hospital where we were talking about children and 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 just in general the, the suicide rates among children. The, the suicide rate for teenagers in the United States has gone up um, nearly 30, 40 percent in the last yeah. ten years. Yeah. The suicide rate for female teenagers has yeah. doubled. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, Um, I've heard that. And I also what's interesting is since 1999, the rate of suicide for older women, women 40 plus has rocketed something like 63%, some horrible. Wow. Wow. And, one and what of do the they things, attribute that to? Just, I guess, our, well, our environment? What, what Covey Club is all about, the reason why I started Covey Club, was because we are all so damn disconnected right now. Yeah. yeah. And everybody is the hunger for connection and the yeah. hunger for, I mean, I used to just, I commute from the New York suburbs. And I mean, I met people on the train 20 years ago, because you'd be standing there, you'd see them every day, you'd talk to them. One guy hired my son as a summer job. That's how we met. You can't meet anybody on the train anymore because Mm -hmm. everybody's head is down and into the phone. Mm -hmm. So you're dead on for what is wrong with us. So let's talk a little bit about, now I know there are a lot of these timers now that you're putting on your iPad and you're putting on your phone and it tells you how much time you're using. Does that help? Is that part of the monitoring thing or do you? Yeah, think that's, that's, that's really, that's part and parcel with the monitoring. It's just, uh-huh. you know, create transparency for yourself about mm-hmm. how much you're using this, mm-hmm. um, this, this thing. And then, mm-hmm. and then try to try to establish some, some, some guardrails and then mm-hmm. keep monitoring yourself. And what, so, what people, what we find people, tell us is mm-hmm. you know the folks that the folks that use moment for instance when they engage with the service and engage with our coach which is mm-hmm. basically this this part of the service that provides exercises and guidelines every day to help um really get your usage into a healthier place mm-hmm. the folks that really engage with that um they're able to reduce their phone overall phone usage from 
you know, roughly about four hours a day, which is the average, uh, which oh, is, that average? is, is, okay. is wild, um, to closer to three hours a day. And even a, a 25% reduction like that um, actually can make a pretty big difference in how people feel day to day, especially if that 25% is, you know, you're, you're taking out the cruft. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. People report to us that they feel like their attention span grows, mm -hmm. um, their relationships improve, mm -hmm. and they feel happier. So what are you doing specifically as we talk about this? Um, and as Moment, it sounds like you joined the Moment company. Did you? I did. I actually, uh -huh. no. So, so um, an entrepreneur named Kevin Halash created this, invented this, and built this four, five years ago now. Uh -huh. And okay. when I left Pinterest to go out and pursue this area, mm -hmm. uh, I found Kevin and we got mm -hmm. to know each other. Mm -hmm. um, and I, uh, he agreed to sell Moment to me. So oh, oh you, the, just, I, you, you own it. Okay. Yeah. So I bought Moment and we moved it out to California. And Kevin is still a big, uh, he, he owns a chunk of the company and, and is still very actively involved. Um, and so now I'm the, I'm, I'm the CEO and I'm oh, great. Uh, le leading the company. Oh, good. But that's yeah, the, I couldn't quite yeah. tell from what I'd read. Yeah, it's kind of confusing. It's not okay. a very common path. Right. But uh, that's what we, that's what we did. So I think you were asking what I'm yeah. doing. This yeah, is like yeah. what I'm personally doing. Well, 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 yeah. And then I also want to talk about specifically what the app does for women like me, because we want to talk sure. about sleep sure. and all that stuff. But. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what I'm doing is, I'm, I mean, I, I use my phone less than an hour a day and I try wow. to pick it up. I try to pick it up fewer than, 30 times a day. That's, that's, that's wow. kind of a good day for me. And I'm, and I'm continuing, and this is partly because this is my job all right. day long. I'm playing with other ways to, I mean, what, what, what I have found is, is this whole practice of, of minimizing the amount of time that I'm on my phone. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, you know, getting into a, an exercise regimen. You start doing it and you start getting really into it. You start mm -hmm. getting more intense about it mm -hmm. because every time you do something a little bit more uh, serious, mm -hmm. you feel benefits. And so I'm at a, I'm at a pretty uh, serious stage right now where I don't, I don't have email on my phone. You don't um, have email don't, on your phone. Okay. No, I don't have a mobile browser on my phone. Wow. So they really, really the only things, and I think that's more, I don't think that's where people should necessarily start. Right. Um, but you asked what, what I'm doing. I'm, I'm right. just experimenting with, you know, if I, if I really take this to ex the extreme, how do, how do I feel? What's the impact on my life? And, mm -hmm. you know, going from where I was, um, which was, you know, very little news or social media on my phone to actually getting rid of email and getting rid of uh, the browser really helped reduce the pull of that of that device because it's just by that point there's not that much on there anymore mm -hmm. right you've got text messaging mm -hmm. you've really got the key utilities mm -hmm. you've got mm -hmm. text messaging for stuff that's time sensitive mm -hmm. you've got um you know ride sharing if you need if you need a lift to come pick you up you've mm -hmm. got a map if you got to figure out where mm -hmm. you want to go mm -hmm. the phone on there still works even though mm -hmm. people don't you know to your point about not connecting even though no one calls each other anymore right um and uh and you know a few other key key things but um I, and i find i'm a you know 
every once in a while I have to reinstall mail because I've got to send an email or something mm -hmm. and I'm on the road. But mm -hmm. I find not having a browser or email on there just makes me so much more grounded and clear. And happy. Are you forced to pick your head up and actually look around you and absolutely what's going on because you're not escaping yeah, absolutely. Into, into this thing, right? And that, by the way, and this is what our users tell us, that feels weird at the yeah. beginning. Yeah. Right? It's like any it's like changing anything where there's mild um, compulsion or addiction at play. There right. is withdrawal. You will feel right. weird at the beginning. Right. Um, but that's, you know, that's it's it, it goes away pretty quickly. Um, and then you feel pretty different in a really mm -hmm. good way. Mm -hmm. God, such a weird thing that we have to wean ourselves off this thing to get us. It's to, wild. It's completely mad, but we yeah. definitely do. Yeah, yeah. Talk about. I, I also think, just sorry to interrupt. Sure, I sure, also sure. think that to, just because you were talking about um, your point about your, your initiative, Covey Club and, and the point that we just are disconnected. I think part of the reason we've gotten ourselves into this mess mm -hmm. is that I think that your point, I think our culture and society has become less socially connected. Mm -hmm. And I think we've duped ourselves into thinking that the phone mm. and the services on it, like mm -hmm. social media, Twitter, et cetera, will somehow um, bring us social connection. Mm. And it, I think it actually does quite the opposite. I think it's such a shallow and frivolous, mm. in, in large part, such a shallow and frivolous experience. Mm -hmm. and, and by the way, largely one, one, one way in the sense that really what I do when I go on one of these social media services is I'm just consuming media. Now it's media in, in the sense that it's a media about my friends, it's media mm -hmm. about the news, but, mm -hmm. but it's not, it's not deep, you know, high sustenance relational communication. Right. Um, that, that keep the human beings need to, to survive and thrive. And so I think one of the things that the, the kind of snowball effect that happens is that I think people do feel isolated. I think people do feel lonely. I think the problem is that then they think, Oh, I'll just go on my phone and then I'll feel better. Right. And, and right. I it's they, like, I, it's like fake sugar, right? Yeah. It is like fake sugar. It's, it's, or, or junk food or, or processed food. It's just not, it's not good. Hmm. It's, it, it's a bad substitute for the real thing. Correct. And yet it looks like the real thing. And I think that's why we're suffering so much. Yeah. Yeah. So what, if we're talking about women like me who are busy, we're active, we're managing all these things, what are some things that moment can do for us specifically? Describe what you guys do in particular, and is it a service you sign up for? Or you just, I've got the app, but I haven't gone yeah, deep into that. App. Uh -huh. It's an app on your phone, and it's, it's there, ironically. A, a, yeah, ironically, right. Uh -huh. um, and uh, you sign up for the, the service on the phone, and there's a lot of the a lot of the app is free, in the mm -hmm. sense that you you don't have to pay for the monitoring. It basically just tells you how much you use your phone, how much you okay. pick it up. Honestly, that in and of itself is a really useful mm -hmm. part of the app and can really help start mm -hmm. meaningful behavior change. Mm -hmm. And then 
um, there are some coaching programs that we give away to people that mm -hmm. really help people kickstart their their shift in and how they and how they use use their phone. Mm -hmm. And then we have um, some a, a premium um, offering where we offer even more uh, courses, if you will, mm -hmm. um, that help guide people on specific aspects of. Mm -hmm. um, technology overuse. So we have a specific course on sleep. So oh, what are the things that you can do? Oh. Yeah. What are the things you can do with your phone differently that will um, improve your sleep? We have another course that in that, in that sort of premium set that helps people uh, work on their attention span. We have another course mm. that's designed for families mm. where a whole family signs up and there's like a, track mm. for the kids and a track mm -hmm. for the parents mm. um love it because we we fundamentally believe in, and there's not there's not enough out there that that i think subscribes to this philosophy we think that you know there there's there's certainly one track which is you know and, and this 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 applies to the audience that, that you're talking about women like you who you know may have families and mm -hmm. have a lot going on mm -hmm. there, there's one track which is oh well let's impose harsh restrictions on my kid mm -hmm. and install an app on his phone that lets me play God and turn it off and do mm -hmm. all those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. And I think we fundamentally at moment don't believe that that's probably the right long-term sustainable solution that's going to help the kid or help the family over mm -hmm. the long term. Um, our perspective is that it really needs to be a an ongoing conversation that needs to be a collective effort. Oh, and by the way, parents need to participate. Because mm -hmm. what we find is that often the parents who come to us and say, gosh, if only I could just get my kid to use their phone less, mm -hmm. the parents actually use their phone a lot more uh, mm -hmm. than they would like to, and they don't feel good about it. And that mm -hmm. just is a, that's a vicious cycle of, mm -hmm. of the parents, of the kids seeing the parents. Mm -hmm. It's really poor modeling. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, the, 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 the problem just gets exacerbated. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I know from reading um, a couple of these psychologists who talk about this is that it's become like cigarettes, which is people pick up their phone. One of the things you have to do is monitor when you feel anxiety enough that you actually dive into the phone as the anxiety um, sort of, what do you want to call it? It it soothes you so that you don't right. have to stand in line and look like no one cares Absolutely. about you or you're anxious that you're in a situation where you're uncomfortable. Um, no one knows you. You're sitting at a bar. You're sitting somewhere. And, you know, rather than sit there and look like you don't have anything to do, you pull out the phone. It's this mm -hmm. whole monitoring where your anxiety levels are. Mm -hmm. What about yeah, sleep? Can you talk a little bit about that, your sleep program? And what, yeah, cause that yeah, is the number one, number one topic for um, Covey Club is, you know, we have a lot of sleep problems to start with as older women. And then um, this just exacerbates it. Well, I think that it's, it's pretty clear that, you know, what you do in the hours, and I'm probably not saying anything new here, but what you do in the hours leading up to going to bed is really important. Mm -hmm. And and that means probably not looking at a, a device of any kind uh, because the light um, oh, yes. suppresses 
because it suppresses melatonin. um, And that makes it harder to get to sleep and and stay asleep. Um, I think the other thing is just really being thoughtful about the kinds of content that you consume really all day long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, there's some wild stats about people who just consume, um, I think it was a, uh, Ariana Huffington and Sean Anker who wrote The Happiness Advantage did some work in terms of seeing people who read bad, you know, just, you know, all the sensationalist news, people who consumed like bad news for five minutes in the morning and how it really shaped um, the, the tone of their day negatively. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think being really thoughtful about the kind of information that you consume, especially as you get close to the time you go to bed. Mm-hmm. So what you're watching on TV, if, you, if you're watching TV and, and what you're reading in terms of, um, you know, what you're consuming on social media, but also mm-hmm. what kind of news you're reading. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think those are, those are, those are pretty, really important things, uh, as it relates to, to sleep. Good starting point. Yeah. So as we're sort of pulling into our, our end point here, what I always ask um, all of our participants on this podcast, because it is all about reinventing yourself somehow, if you're trying to reinvent your, uh, your whole relationship with your phone <laughs> um, or iPad, um, what are the three first steps that you should take to absolutely get going like the most concrete things. Yeah. Obviously they can download your app. That'll get them started. But what other things? Yeah. What else? Yeah. Well, I would say, look, the, the, the most effective thing that we see our users doing that that moves the needle the most Mm -hmm. is, and it relates to the sleep thing Mm -hmm. um, that we talked about earlier Mm -hmm. is they just set up a norm where they don't bring their phone in their bedroom. Oh, okay. Okay. And you don't, you don't need it. Yeah, no, I parked mine downstairs for that reason. And I think that makes a big difference. It helps mm-hmm. people sleep better. Mm-hmm. And, and there, I think not only do you get to sleep more easily because mm-hmm. you're not staring at your phone right before mm-hmm. you go to bed. And we talked about the benefits there. Mm-hmm. When you wake up in the middle of the night, you don't grab your phone oh, as, as, wow. as a, as a, as a, as a you know, first instinct, which people right. do. And then that keeps them up longer. It gets them stressed right. out, all those sorts right. of things. And then when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is not grab your phone, right. which um, is a nice, you know, I think it's a much more grounded and natural way to, to wake up versus getting a big injection of, of, of anxiety and mm-hmm. um, alerts and messages. Wow. Uh, so that's a, that's a big, uh, that's a big concrete thing for sure. Um, the second thing is I, I think that one of the best books, well, there are two books, I'll make this oh, one, tip, but two books, um, we're big readers how to, how to break up with how to break up with your phone oh uh, which is written by a woman named Catherine Price and and I love it and I think her tips okay. are terrific okay and then there's a new a more recent book well they both are recent but this okay. one just came out a month ago and it's a book called digital minimalism and it's written by a professor named Cal Newport oh Cal um, Newport and, yeah I think yeah, we who talked about Deep this in an article yeah. yes uh-huh and uh, he, the, that book's terrific and has, it has lots of tips and guidelines for, for, uh, for you know, in, improving in this area. And then the final tip is, mm-hmm. you know, I would really suggest that people play with, um, you know, it's kind of like a lot of things. I mean, there, there's, there's uh, you know, in, in, 
and with diet and health, you know, the elimination diet is always mm -hmm. kind of a good, mm -hmm. a good way to kind of diagnose and figure out, you know, what's going to make, what, what's going to make an improvement in my life. And I think that I would tell people to experiment. Mm -hmm. um, and actually one of the things that Cal Newport says in his book, which you alluded to at the beginning of the podcast is take everything off your phone mm -hmm. and then build back up as you, yeah. as you, as you need it. And, and one of the things that I love that he says is, is, as you add those apps back, just make sure it's congruent with, you know, your, your values and what you ultimately, what, what matters to you in your life. Mm -hmm. And, and is it really serving you to that end? Mm -hmm. And if it's not, maybe it doesn't make sense to have it on your phone. Mm -hmm. Are you on social media or have you ditched it? Rarely. So I'm on it. You know, I go on, I actually enjoy um, Instagram, not so much for the social reasons, but I just think there's a lot of interesting content around some of the areas that I'm interested in. So mm -hmm. I go on, I go on Instagram maybe once a week. Once a week. Um, okay. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm rarely on Facebook and, and none of the, none of that stuff is on my phone. Wow. Um, not on your phone. Okay. Not on my phone. Yeah. All right. Because well, that's what, when that stuff's ahead. on your phone, that's when you, that's when you, you know, you're in line or you're, mm -hmm. you have a, you have a moment and then you, you use it to self-soothe, you use it to mm -hmm. escape. And I think mm -hmm. that's, that's where the, that's where some part of the core problem is. So the iPhone is the new smoking. It's the new cigarette. <laughs> I didn't say that, but, but uh, yeah, there, there are people who are saying that now. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Well, awesome. You are fantastic. And we will look up, we will encourage everybody to check out Moment and see what um, can be done. And Great. I'm glad you brought up Cal's book. I have got it downloaded on my iPad, but I haven't had a chance to get there yet. Oh, nice. So you, you'll enjoy it. Yep. And uh, so I so appreciate your time. And thank you, thank you, all these women who are hyper busy and hyper pulled in a 5,000 different directions. This is also great for their families um, and for the men in their life. You know, a lot of the men will go off in the room. You're engaged with the kids and he's off looking at his phone somewhere. So yeah. this is good. Maybe, yeah, maybe, good. maybe we put it, we download it onto their phone or we hijack. It's not a bad phone. idea. <laughs> we not hijack bad idea. phones and, uh, turn them around the way we have to. Thanks so much. I so appreciate yeah. your time. Thanks, Leslie. Thank okay. you. Take care. Okay. Yep. Bye, too. Bye. So I want to thank all of you for listening today. I hope this was a very useful and productive half hour for you and that you really got some great tips and tricks. I know I did. I'm going to be unloading my phone. That's the first thing I plan to do the rest of this week. Um, and if you like this podcast, I hope that you will give us some stars. Please give us five um, because that is the only way that other people find out about the podcast. I hope you'll also subscribe and I hope that you'll join Covey Club, which is coveyclub.com. And I hope that you'll join us uh, in the future for all the other podcasts that we do. We also have some great events coming up. So look on the Covey Club site 
and you will see all the virtual events where we do interviews, plus the uh, in-person events. We have a great spa trip coming up um, at Savannah Resort and Spa in Arizona in November on Veterans Day weekend. We would love to meet all our Covey Club followers. It's totally affordable. It is a great time to come join us and play with all of the great women who are part of Covey Club. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you next time.